Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France. Great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France, only for your day to be the most amazing to remember. Hello everyone and welcome to the French Wedding Podcast. Greetings from France, this is the place we're recording this show. I'm Naim, professional ceremony officiant based in my hometown Paris and I created this show especially for future brides and grooms willing to get married in Paris or anywhere in France. Each episode is an occasion to meet a main actor of the industry, can be a vendor such as a wedding planner, hair and makeup artist, bridal salon, videographer, venue owner, bloggers, you name it. This show exists to bring you some insight about how people do things in France regarding the wedding industry, but we also share funny stories, things to know, and special memories when we happen to work together on the very same wedding. After a background in architecture, my guest today started her company, The Nouveau Romantique, in 2010, a destination wedding agency with headquarters in Los Angeles and offices in New York City and Austin, Texas. Her team designs and plans weddings in the US and all around the world. And she's here today to talk about her recently published book, The Little Book of Wedding Planner Checklists. Please welcome to the show, Liz McKellar. Hey Liz, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me uh, from the Pacific coast. This is a long, long. Yes. <laughs> How's the everything going? Everything's great. It's really, the weather is, is doing pretty well up here. And, uh, And I just love how small the world is that we can be recording this. Everyone uh, realized that during the lockdown, but Zoom conversations make it better sometimes. Absolutely. So I'm really glad to have you on the show. This is a kind of a special episode because uh, usually we have vendors from France. Uh, obviously, you're related to destination weddings with your mm -hmm. company, the Nouveau Romantique. I really like the name. Congratulations on <laughs> I, I love anyone who has any French background because the <laughs> spelling and the pronunciation is accurate. So <laughs> Great. Well, we could start that way. Um, can you tell me a bit more about your company and about yourself? Sure. So I started the Nouveau Romantics. We're actually turning 10 in December. So it's wild to think that it's, I've been doing this for 10 years in the quaint little town of Austin, Texas. And uh, I started it sort of on a whim. I was there for grad school, actually. I, so I have a background in architecture. I went to school for architecture um, at McGill University in Canada. So I'm Canadian and ended up working in, the, in, the, in New York for a couple of years and then moved to Austin to do grad school. And like any smart person, um, I decided it was a really great idea to start a business in the middle of grad school. Um, which actually was ended up being to my benefit because I really actually never thought about what if it succeeded or what if it failed. It never actually even entered my brain. Um, but that I had just gotten married. And so it was one of those quintessential stories of like, I really love the design aspect and having a background in architecture. Um, all of my friends had gotten married and we'd sort of just like designed everyone's, everyone's weddings. And, you know, the creative aspect of that, um, 
of just like my personality and my background. Um, I actually started the Nouveau Romantics as event design, florals, and stationery. So all of the creative elements. Um, and quickly realized that I was blogging instead of doing my schoolwork and my professors were going to figure out sooner than later. Um, And that I did about two years worth of just the design side. And then we ended up getting a really big client in Texas, 500 guests. um, And I realized that they needed planning and that we'd actually been doing, I'd been offering planning sort of on the side for smaller clients, but that was the first wedding that really, um, pushed me into hiring uh, more of a planning staff and putting in sort of the structural components and processes for doing planning alongside all of the design elements. So fast forward to 2010, we still really do all the planning, all the design, florals. I've worked with a couple florists outside, but a lot of the time we'll do it. Um, And that... Uh, yeah, all of the creative aspects, all of the logistical stuff. I will say that architecture and events actually have a really nice um, connection and relationship. They're really, in my mind, the same. Um, You take the big picture and break it down into the nitty gritty details. Um, And so, yeah, I, I love the creative expression of it. I like working with clients every every wedding is different. Every client is different and really getting to know their stories and then making that come to life is, um, I, I, I can't quite get over that I've been doing this for 10 years, but <laughs> yeah. it's, still, it's still wonderful. It's still really exciting. And also like, I will say that the places that I've been able to go and even within like the U S and then destinations like across the world and the people within the wedding and events industry have just been one of the biggest and most like wonderful experiences like I just never would have considered that but I will say that it's one of the things that I just love the most like I have people you know friends in like from Nigeria to Europe to you know like everywhere and that it's it's uh, just like this podcast we can be anywhere and yet at the same time the world is a really small place I really like your vision and uh, just going back uh, we're going to go back to this in a second but talking about mm-hmm. your book for a second I was reading just uh the book that you that you yeah. recently <laughs> and uh, that I really liked. And I was curious, that I, actually, I had this question in mind, like, what is your background? And now that you're telling me that you have an architect background, right? I'm not that surprised <laughs> because it's so linear and it's so clear. <laughs> and it's, I was like, oh, my God, this is so well organized. Just the summary, you know? So, yeah, now, now I, I have this guess in right? my head. Yeah. I always like to joke that, you know, like any famous architect, uh, like Frank Lloyd Wright or like Mies van der Rohe or anyone, I was like, get an architect and we'll design your toilet paper roll holder. So like, we'll design everything that you give us. So, you know, our, our wedding clients, I was like, you just tell us the parameters and we'll go for it. But, um, it's definitely, I want to joke. I keep joking with all of my old professors that I was like, I really want to come and start talking to architecture students to be like, this is actually a viable, legitimate, far less legal responsibility, like industry. And I like the, the speed in which it operates and like, you're not working on a building for 10 years. So. Amazing. Really, really good. So yeah, coming back to you and your story and the Nouveau Romantique. So you started this company 10 years ago now. Yeah. And what is your best memory about it? Uh, 
You know, I will say that it, it comes down to like, again, the people. Um, and and it, it kind of splits between like, I've had the luck and like really just developed an incredible uh, team of, we kind of operate as like an agency. So there's, there's me and then I'll pull on team members for weddings. And then whenever we need to like install the weddings, I, I create bigger teams and people come from either locally, like, or across the country and getting like, I call it getting the band back together or like <laughs> getting the crew back together yeah. is like Christmas every time. Like for me to be able to bring in and support both other vendors and companies and, and, you know, uh, really invite them into meeting our clients, et cetera. But then there's also like getting to know all the families and really like, it's such an in-depth relationship, the way that we tend to work that it's like, I joke with brides, you know, I was like, we'll have probably seen you naked, you know, on the day of the, like, we'll know everything about you. So it, it's something, but I, I would say my favorite memories are just like, uh, on people's private we've done a lot of ranch weddings or like private property weddings and just like the teams the teams of people and like working together and the beauty and like there's so many but like I think that that's kind of the overriding feeling that I've got when I hear you it looks like that you have a very solid background as we said architecture and structure but you also have a big heart and a vision uh, a love for people Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's just, it's the people make the world go round. Like that's where if, if here's my current favorite and I was like, it's like having kids, right? You don't want to actually pick a favorite. I, we were down in the, on, almost on the border of Mexico in the U S um, doing a ranch wedding. And I had brought some florists in from New York and I sort of gave them an approximate kind of description of what I was looking at and, and, the florist like had buckets and we pulled together the materials that they could work with. And it was, I walked into the tent and I hadn't seen what they were doing. And it's the first time I actually ever teared up. Like it was so beautiful and it is such wow. an art form. Like everything that we do in many ways is an art form. It can be a technical art form, but it's really art. And to see that, and it's better and more beautiful than my wildest dreams that I was like, this is so incredible and so for them then to be on the receiving end of like you know gratitude and like that people can anyways it, it that mm. part like totally yeah not much has made me cry but like that was like a moment. all that you described doesn't really look like work so uh, maybe it's the secret right yeah it is a secret sauce treat people well and then it then they over deliver That's 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 a hashtag and like a bumper sticker in one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you published a book recently. For those who don't know the title, this is the little book of wedding planner checklists, mm -hmm. uh, aka all the lists and tips you need to plan the big day. Yeah. Um, I want to know. I'm curious about the story of the process of creating this book. How how did it come? So it landed like all the best things, right? It totally landed in my lap. Um, I will say that I'm organized, but I'm still a creative brain. And I've had many, like, you know, those little signs that come in that it's like, I know that I'm going to write a book or more than one book. This is really like the starting point, I would say. Mm -hmm. And actually a publisher approached me. So I didn't go out, you know, like, shopping this around or putting this together. They approached me and I did a writing sample. I talked to them and I was like, sure, why not? 
you know, like, you know, follow, follow the little <laughs> crumbs and see what happens. And so what they had done is actually, you know, analytics about like what people were looking for and, um, and what they weren't finding. And so they came up with this and they gave me the approximate outline. But what was amazing in the process was I did a writing sample and it was all the questions to ask your caterer. And when I sort of sat down and I was like, what questions do I ask a caterer that I have not worked with? And what do I think is really important for people planning a wedding to know? Because we know as, an, as an, a professional, what to ask in advance to avoid those last minute, like cost increase, just like things that you just don't know. And what came out was like, and then after I finished that, my assistant Kayla and I, you know, did a really quick Google search about like, what does everyone else say? And what was out there was I was like, oh, this is going to be really good because this is not, these are not questions that are, that are common and that will help people make the best and most empowered decisions and also like understand financially what they're looking at. And so then we got brought on. And it was a super quick process. I talked to them at the end of November. I did a writing sample in December. And then we started writing at the beginning, started writing at the beginning of January. And the final, it was six weeks of writing. That's it. Wow. It was also great because there just wasn't time to second guess it. And it was just, and I, and again, it was amazing the way that it happened because I didn't look at really what other books were out there and what they covered. I, I just sat down, had an outline and I was like, what questions do we ask? And that's really like, what's in the book is like, this is what we do. This is our process in written form as best as we can, as like best as I can kind of keep it short, but also share as much information. And so what it also got me thinking about was how amazing would it be to start this conversation of what do all of us professionals wish clients and couples would know when they're planning their wedding? And it's such, an, it's such a simple thing, but like being in the industry and spending so much time, a lot of what we know is second nature, but it's not mm -hmm. to people who are planning their, you know, like who are getting married for the first time. They wouldn't know. So yeah. it was super fast, which was the best for me, like just like get it done. And, um, and trust. And it was really like, this is what I ask on behalf of my clients, like on as many of the, you know, like vendors as possible. And also realizing like weddings, even now in this moment are changing shape are, you know, mm -hmm. edit it as you see fit, take things out. It's totally like an open invitation to customize it how you want it to be. And other than a marriage license or like a legal something and, a, and an officiant in some way, everything else is open for debate. So like this is kind of the framework and like cut and, you know, cross things out, add stuff um, as you see fit, which I think was really amazing. And then, sorry, one more point. Uh, there aren't any, as of yet, um, there's a lot of books that are geared towards brides that are very gender specific and also um, like pink and flowery. And right. so part of the thing that drew me to the project a lot was we wanted to write something that was as like inclusive and not gender specific as possible because Absolutely. I know from our clients and just like friends and family and all that stuff, I was like, this doesn't apply to everyone the way that it has been written about previously and that we need to sort of reflect the world that we live in. So 
That's true. Can only agree with this vision. And this is why this is how I felt when I first read the book that you sent me <laughs> very kindly before before this episode. Um, I was reading. Besides the great structure, everything is covered. You have timing, yeah. budget, venue vendor, information, everything is covered. But besides that, what you what you say now makes sense because I really had the impression that I was reading a, a, a briefing for a wedding planning session. I've been working with a lot of wedding planners before and event managers. And it really looked like the notes that they were taking for the <laughs> questions to ask. So Yeah. Totally. It's a, yeah, it's a really, really good, um, very good list and Thank tips you. and everything is covered with some unexpected things as well. You have like a honeymoon. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that, that hadn't really, you know, there's things that, I mean, honeymoon isn't new, but also like wedding websites, what to cover, hotel yeah. room blocks, which is like my favorite. I was like, nobody knows anything about those. And you probably wouldn't unless you do this. And these are some things to think about. Um, there are some stuff that we spend a lot of time on that if you're planning your own wedding, or even if you've got a wedding planner, um, just to give you a little bit more insight and context and things to just keep an eye out for. For example, how, how did you get the idea of the post-wedding checklists, for example, this kind of thing? Did, did you build it yourself or? That's literally like we just, me and my team, like I put together the first couple things and then I asked my assistant and then our, another one of our planners, Carly, and I was like, is there anything else that we need to do? Like, this is just stuff that we would do. It's like, what? Like, that's honest. <laughs> it was just like, what would we do and what would be the most helpful? Um So yeah, it literally comes from our brains. I mean, okay, yeah. As you said, honeymoons, this is not new. Uh, wedding checklist, this is not new. But this is the feeling that I had when I read it. It was like reinventing the genre. Um, <laughs> I, I was about to get married, you know? Like, well, what's going on? <laughs> I don't have any wedding plans for now. But um, this but you're definitely, ready. Yeah, I'm ready. With this book, you're definitely ready. Absolutely. And did you have to pr to gather uh, other information somewhere else to write the book? Or it was like, as you said, a straight, a six-week marathon and everything happened that way? I would say the only thing that I asked um, for someone's, I kind of put together our, our outline. And then Beth Chapman, who owns a uh, wedding salon out on the East Coast, I asked her to just review and ask, like, is there anything else on like wedding dress or attire shopping that we should remember. And so she gave me a little bit more feedback on that in terms of like timing and, and mm -hmm. some of the details around like fittings on your dress and, or any other attire kind of thing. But everything else is for the most part, like our brains. It's, it's really what we build in to our clients, um, which was great. It was brilliant that I didn't look at anything Probably, maybe, but yeah. yeah, the big timeline for like 10, 10 to 12 months ahead mm -hmm. and then going back to the, to the day uh, planning, this is really mm -hmm. accurate and yeah, necessary, probably. Absolutely. And we also, I'm actually building out um, an additional kind of like a complimentary, not complimentary, it's just an expanded version of okay. like a digital education platform so to speak, okay. um, it's currently in the works or like finishing up some of the other details, but um, because we had a word count for the book and we really wanted to make sure it was like short and concise to the point, there are some things 
that didn't make the cut. And there's, there's some, they'll, it'll definitely have more videos and, and me explaining things because it's one thing to hear it or read it. And then it's a whole other thing for somebody to actually explain it. Um, I like it when it's like the equivalent of when like Martha Stewart or someone like shows you the photo steps on how to make a really beautiful bouquet mm-hmm. and someone actually showing you how they do it. Yeah. Like, oh, those are two very different. <laughs> the practice, yeah. So this is on the, on the plans for, do yeah, you have so a time this like is, that? This is going to be coming out in, I don't even want to give it time, but in, in the next couple months, um, okay. it's written and now I'm just working on sort of the back end stuff. Um, but I'm excited because I think it will give even more information. And then the book is really this wonderful, like pocket size. You can put it in your purse or your bag really easily. And they definitely work together. Really and you can also sense. offer it to uh, one of your friend who is uh, having headaches uh, when he's totally. thinking about planning his wedding. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyone who's planning a wedding or has someone that's planning a wedding, you're like, here you go. This is, this had to be a really helpful friend or sister or brother yeah. or like that so going back to you and your experience in the with the nouveau romantique what is the best compliments you ever received for an event it's funny it's right now uh we've got a father the bride who said to me he's like you've just made everything so easy and i was like it's funny because that those specific words he's like you're making the dream come true that like we didn't even really realize was a dream and I was like and it's funny because it comes on like nine years of experience and I was like you know I feel like we finally figured out some extra stuff that is just like that is literally the best also when like we've done you know previews and we've had it was that same wedding where I where I cried then the parents of the bride parents of the groom bride and groom came in and the mother Like, you know, it was like everyone teared up and I was like, yeah. I would say those, but yeah, you're making the dream come true and you're making it so easy is probably the best. That's not cheesy. I really love it. Yet, so it's kind of like, yep, there you go. Sometimes this kind of uh, compliments look very cheesy, as I was saying, but totally. <laughs> they just reflect the reality of the, of the experience. And I really Absolutely. like it. Yeah. And is there a quote you live by or think of, or think of often? This is one of my favorite questions. Yeah, I would say this one that everything like the right venue, the right dress, the right timing, everything that is meant for you or me is there. And it's actually just a process of finding it. And so oftentimes when either me or a client or anyone gets really worried or anxious, it's just a reminder of like, We may not necessarily know where the final destination is, but like the most perfect version of whatever we need is there and that everything will get taken care of in a way that is better than anything we could have planned. That was kind of long, but I really loved it. Right? It's, it's, <laughs> it's not a short quote, but have, it's, it's one that comes up a lot because, um, mild story like we had a wedding we have a wedding next year in santa fe Mm -hmm. and there's just some vendors that weren't working quite like we kept hitting like road bumps and it was really weird and we couldn't force it we were trying to force it and just like it wasn't working and the reason why it wasn't working was because the wedding wasn't going to be in 2020 the wedding is going to be in 2021 and we have all the vendors that we couldn't quite work the first time around And that the right dress came, you know, it was like everything yeah. just sort of lands in your lap and, and your perfect anything is there. And it's just our job to go on the journey and adventure to find it. 
Perfect. Really like it. And yeah. do you do you plan destination wedding to friends? Not yet, but it's delightful. And um, we did. I I went on a fam trip to Italy. Um, Europe is always high on the bucket list for Americans, which is kind of our primary uh, audience. Mm -hmm. But um, the world is small, and we'll also have to see how this all, you know, hopefully, yeah, navigate. <laughs> it will get better. It absolutely will. And the one great thing is, people can. We all people will keep getting married and people will travel and that we will all look back at this time and understand why it happened the way that it happened. So. Absolutely. I think we can wrap up on this. Uh, I hope that you will uh, come to France for a wedding or just to drink champagne yes. and we Absolutely. can all meet and talk about weddings and checklists and anything. Related. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> Please. Thank you so much for your time and taking the time to be with us today. And I probably see you in United States or in Europe. It's up to you. Yeah, I, I vote Europe. I'm going to say that. Go for Europe. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much. Vote for Europe. Thank you so much. Have a great, Bye -bye. great day. Bye. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes, as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. That will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.